Welcome to the next episode of Strong, Badass, and Over 50, a podcast of women supporting women to bring about change and growth while embracing our badass selves (laughs) and creating an amazing second act. Our goal is to build a community of women and to share our stories of strength, independence, wisdom, and resilience to inspire each other. We can do this through our Facebook group as well and our Instagram page. So check us out, Strong, Badass, and Over 50. I am Randy, and I am here today with my fabulous co-host, Donna. Hey, hey. And today we are talking with Ivy. Welcome to the show, Ivy. Thanks for having me, Randy and Donna. Sure. So where are you from? I am from Marlboro, New Jersey. The The swamps. swamps. (laughs) The swamps? Yes, Yes. the swamps. The swamps of Jersey. So how old are you? (laughs) I I am currently 56 years old. Wow. I know. 56. You don't look a day over 55. (laughs) Thank you. So too kind. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So we want to talk to you not about your life at 56, but tell us about your life at 50, where you were at and what caused you to be there. Wow. Okay. So um, at 50 years old, I was divorced. Um... I'm trying to figure out how many years that was. Uh, A few years. I was bankrupt into a bankruptcy. Um, Both of my parents had passed away. I was feeling kind of lost. Okay. So what motivated you to start over financially? Well, unfortunately, when you file bankruptcy, you really really have no choice. (laughs) That's a good point. However, um, a lot of my my bankruptcy issue was not necessarily from myself. I allowed it to happen, but you can't really point the finger and blame someone when you allow it to happen. But my my ex-husband was a big financial drain on me. And um, the only way for me to save myself was to file bankruptcy. So after moving on, you know, you have to reapply for credit cards and you have to reestablish your credit. And it, and it's just depressing when you look at your credit score and it's so low. And I, I just focused. I said, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. And I just paid for things in cash and I reestablished my credit. And it took me over 10 years, but I am there. Yeah, baby. Yes, I am. Good for you. Now I'm in the excellent zone, which is amazing. I'm so proud of that. <laughs> So this was like a, a full-on process. It, it was an entire process. It's not something that happens overnight. Um, you also have to figure out what's important. Um, in order for me to get into a better place, I had to color my own hair. I had to do my own nails. I wanted to still look presentable, but I didn't have the extra money to go out and spend on all that stuff. Right. So I just did it on my own and figured it out and... You know, I also started a new career at that point. And, um, you know, in my late 40s, I finally felt comfortable in, in my 50s. My 50s, I want to say, is my decade. Yeah. That's Good cool. For you. That's yeah. cool. Now, you said that you had gotten divorced. Um, after that period, when you were separated and then later divorced, were you always sure that you wanted to get back out there? Or did you think maybe like, this is, I'm done, I don't need this? Oh, after that experience, I was done. <laughs> done. Yeah. Um, I was so excited to change back to my maiden name. Um, I was so happy to be free of, um, 
these extra burdens that I had, which which weren't mine, but I was carrying them. Like what? Um, just, I, I'm not going to say his name, but I had to take care of everything. He had medical issues. He had substance abuse issues. He had so many different things that wound up, you know, everything came down on me and I had to be the one who supported the house and took care of the house and took care of the dogs and took care mm. of him and took care of myself. And it's exhausting. So what got you through the rough times? Um, I would say my family, my friends, people saying to me that um, we understand what, what you're going through. We see it, but we're here for you. And and basically what was very inspirational, I have this really fantastic sister. Older or younger? Um, well, you know, she likes... <laughs> younger. <laughs> she likes to say she's younger, but we all know the truth. She's, she's not. your older sister. She's my older sister, but she was she was always there for me, checking on me. Um, I don't remember. I remember. <laughs> encouraging me to, to move on. Now, as far as dating went, I had no interest, but someone encouraged me and said, you got to get back out there. You never know what's out there. At least just try it. So I did. I tried online dating on and off for years. And, and I found that in the, the 50 year old age range was, um, a lot of men. And I was hoping to meet someone who had grown children, divorced with grown children that, that wasn't out there. That's not what I found. I found a lot of men with, um, younger children and I don't have children. So I was concerned about having a takeover. <clears throat> responsibilities, especially custody issues, who knows what. And it, 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 I, I, I took my time. Okay. And how long was it before, because you did get back out there, how long was it between the time that you got back out there and you met your current husband? Uh, about seven years. So it was not a quick thing. No, it wasn't because I, you know, from coming from a divorce and a bankruptcy and all those things, you kind of, it's a self-discovery time and you kind of figure out right. what it is you want or what you don't want. And I had a list of things I knew I didn't want. I wasn't sure what I wanted, but if I met someone and they checked off one of those boxes in the don't want list, then that was it because I was, you know, through hell and I didn't want to go back. Mm. Yeah, and I get that. And of those seven years, were you dating constantly or did you take time? I had a couple of guys I dated um, for short periods of time. Um, um, nothing serious, nothing, no one I was looking for a long-term thing with. Um, quite honestly, I wasn't looking for a long-term thing. I was looking for more of a companion, mm -hmm. someone who wanted to travel with me, go out for dinner with me. Right. You know, other things as well. But um, you, can say, you can say the words. Well, you know, ha well, OK, <laughs> thanks <laughs> to be intimate with, you know, stuff like that. But um, the, the, there's just there's a lot out there. Oh, yeah. And you really like I, I was patient. Some people lose their patience. And, and honestly, I might be jumping ahead here. <laughs> but um, when I met my current husband, um, I. I decided he was the last person I was meeting. I was done. I was sick of it. I was over it. Wow. I I was perfectly happy living my life alone. Um, I travel with my best friend. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I created a life for myself. I've, I've traveled all over the world with her. I've, I, I've done things I, I never thought I would do. 
Awesome. But I figured at this point, if I don't do it now, what am I waiting for someone to do it with? That's it's not what I want. I want to enjoy. And then I had a date and um, I met him on a Sunday. Am I jumping ahead here? Because I don't want right. to do Go that. Ahead. It doesn't matter. matter. Okay. So I, I met him on a Sunday afternoon for lunch and... I really was so down on the whole dating thing. I Part of me didn't even want to meet him. And I met him. And I know I always had to go back to Randy after all my dates and, and, and give her the thumbs up or thumbs down. Or he's nice. And then I'd hear her say, but. Yes, there was always a but. A but. <clears throat> and I said, he's nice. But, you know, it was a little scary when I first met him because first day you know you meet someone you're in your 50s you want to be transparent you want to be honest i don't want to waste my time i don't want to waste yours right so i basically told him i'm divorced i'm i'm halfway through a bankruptcy um you know this is these are these are this is my baggage you laid it out on the table i did and i'm like if it's not good with you that's fine just tell me and i'll right I'll go. Were you trying to scare him away? No, I was just tired of trying to be someone for someone else. Yeah. Ah. Revelation. Yeah. I was was tired of trying to fit someone else's mold. I was creating my own. Good for you. Thank you. And how did he accept all that? It was fine until he told me that he was legally separated, going through a divorce, and had a 12-year-old child. And... (laughs) And I had all the the panic going on in my head saying, wow, I laid it all out and so did he. And that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. And and, um, he was just so nice. Like he just seemed, I've gone out on so many first meetings, so many first dates. and, And you know right away. There's yeah. a connection. Yeah. When, There's and not connection. even I'm not even talking about a connection. I'm talking about if they're full uh-huh. of shit. Oh, oh, if yeah. they're for real, if they're looking for something. And he was just so nice and he seemed genuinely nice. And that was kind of shocking to me. Huh. So, you know, he asked me out again and I had plans and we don't have to go through that whole story. No, we? I, oh. well, let, well, let's just go back for one second <clears throat> okay. because we didn't say how you met yeah oh okay sorry i jumped we met on ourtime.com over 50 online dating although technically he was 48 (gasps) but he was he was 48 yeah yeah, i'm 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 three and a half years older than him you cougar i know (laughs) amazing right why did he go on a website for 50 and over when he wasn't even 50. Well, I think he was looking for someone who was a little more mature and experienced with life. He was married to someone for almost 20 years. Um, I think he also wasn't interested in meeting a young girl who wanted to start a family. Gotcha. He had a child. Uh, right. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why. And, and, and he was looking for someone who had a career and who had a life already and not that he had a, like, I mean, okay. he helped me immensely, but... But you were already an adult. I was an adult. Yeah, I I knew responsibilities right. and, and commitments and things like that. But um, I think he was looking for someone who was more, more mature with life experience and who had been through things. Because right. he and I still talk about it. Not that, you know, our divorces were similar, but we were both through it. Right. So you talk about it and, like, you understand a little bit. He doesn't understand the extremes that I went through, and I don't understand the extremes he went through. Right. But we both know that it's not easy and it's bumpy, but to get on the other side is is amazing. 
which is awesome. So when you turned 50, what did you think your future would look like versus what it looks like now? Well, it's really interesting that you asked, Donna. Oh, really? It is. So I honestly, at 50, I met Eric when I was 50. Okay. And um, at 50, I figured I'd be alone for the rest of my life. I'd still be living in my little condo. Or I'd be able to buy a, a maybe a tiny little house somewhere with like two bedrooms, a tiny little thing. And I figured that I'd probably work till I died. And um, <laughs> I'm just being honest. You're asking me a you question. Such a pretty picture. Yeah, I, you know. But that's that's that was my my parents were gone. That. I didn't have children. I didn't have connection. I have my sisters and my nieces and nephew, but. It's different. I, I right. felt very alone, and I, I just thought that's how my life would go. And then I met my husband, and we bought a beautiful home, a nicer home than I ever thought that we that I would live in. Um, I have a 19-year-old stepdaughter. I have an excellent relationship with her. We just got a puppy in January, and Sugar. I love that dog. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that dog. Stop making faces. I, I love know, that I, dog. I was at Sugar's first yes, birthday party. Donna, yes, Donna was at Sugar's birthday party. <laughs> but, um, no, like everything, like we had, we got married last year. I just had so much fun at my wedding. It was, you know, it's planning a second wedding is a lot different than your first wedding. Yeah. Because you want to have all those traditions and all those special things. And now you're like, I just want to celebrate with everybody. Right. That's well, speaking of that, what made you decide you wanted to even get married again? Because you were very adamant that you did not. So was he. When we met, we both said neither one of us wanted to get married. Um, and then um, two years into it, he proposed. Um we talked about, it's it's actually real fun because we talked about, you know, one day, one day. Then we talked about if we got engaged, we'd want a really long engagement. Both of us were through the ringer, no interest in jumping back in. And um, we were out for um, a family function, graduation dinner. And uh, your daughter pretty much picked our wedding date for us. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, before yes. you were engaged? We were engaged already, oh, but oh. we weren't planning. I gotcha. mean, it was during COVID time. It right. was, and, and, and she kept saying, well, when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? And we're like, eh, you know, whatever. Someday. And then she took out her phone and picked a date and announced it at the table. And we called the play because we were looking around, but we had no set time in mind. So I called the place up that we had the wedding, and I said, are you available this date? And they said, yes. I said, all right, we're coming in. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So how do you put that fear aside? Of getting remarried? Get, yeah. Okay. Well, he's just a good guy. He's okay. and, and And I honestly, part of me didn't think they existed. And, and Randy will back me up there. I didn't think they existed. I thought they were all a bunch of dogs. No offense. Well, you and I have had this conversation. Yes. yes. Too, so and that, that. Um, to find a good guy and uh, and who treats me well, who who is able to be meshed in with my family, who who accepts me with all of my flaws, because I, I have a lot of them. <laughs> 
Um, I, I, Randy gets mad at me because I say I put the fun in dysfunction. Um, <laughs> if only we had video right now. <laughs> but you know, he 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 loves me because I'm quirky. He loves and, you for you. Yeah, and I love him because he he's got his own things too. But he's just a good person. He cares. He's he's thoughtful. Is is any man perfect? No. Is any person perfect? Correct. Right. So um, he's perfect for me. Oh, I love that. And so you had you had the second wedding. Mm-hmm. How was it getting married after 50 versus the very first? Well, the, the only other time you got married. You mean the being married? No, I mean, actually, well, both. Get The wedding itself, which you had alluded to before, you were more interested in just having fun and yes, celebrating. Yes. But also just being married, you know, at this point in your life when you have a little more experience uh, in I, life. I think it's great. I think that, um, you know, my, my ex-husband, um, he didn't have a life for himself, so he followed me around the house. And I felt like I never had a moment because every time I turned around, he was there. Eric has a lot of. Oh, I said his name. I wasn't. You said do it that. multiple times. Oh, it's fine. Oops. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> you didn't say his last name or give his social security number. Excellent. So we're, we're okay. Excellent. It's all good. Um, we're allowed to bring up men's names on okay, this podcast. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Occasionally. So, all right. So um, he. And has, usually when we do, we have to go. Puh, puh. Right. No, not not him. Right. Not right. him. Right. So he has a lot of his own interests. He loves to play the guitar. He loves to go cycling. He the, he has things that he does that I don't like, and yeah. I know that you go do your thing, I go do my thing, and we're going to have a great rest of our day together. And we we love to do things together. We will just hop in the car and go down to the shore and just walk around for hours. Um, it's just he's I and and I always say this that I see us being two really old people together. Oh, that's awesome. Doing our little walking and drinking our juice. <laughs> I because that. I do have to say, since I met him, I lost 50 pounds. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. So now, when you, you had an idea that you did not want to meet somebody with younger children. Correct. And you did have find somebody with younger children. She was 12, you said. Well, she was 14 when I met her. Oh, okay. And she was 14 when. What? It, so you were never really prepared to be, or it wasn't in your in your plan to be a stepmom. No. How do you enjoy being a stepmom, and and how do you move through that when it was really not on your, let's say, your agenda, which is or, the wrong or word, even on my radar, on your it radar, just wasn't exactly. on anywhere. It, it was interesting because you know she and I will talk about the day we met, and I I I brought up everything girly that I could to make conversation with her, like what kind of makeup do you use, and I like your hair, and what kind of music right. do you like, and I tried all that stuff, and it was a little awkward, but um, she and I have a very good relationship, okay. um, very good. You know, you have your moments, um, and, and and she lives with us. Um, right. She's away at college right now, but she's been living with us. And um, it, I, I know I'm not her mom, but I feel like she comes to me for a lot of things. And I, I never want to replace her mom. That's not that I'm not her mother. Um, however, I will be the best stepmother I can be. I will be there to listen to her, give her advice, um, just listen. 
you know, to her frustration or if she wants to just say hi or if she wants to FaceTime with sugar at night, she'll <laughs> FaceTime me every night to see the dog. <laughs> Um, but, you know, we, we, we have a very good relationship. I could take her to a, a show where we've gone out for tea or we'll go do different things and, and we're good. It's, 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 it's also as she's getting older, it's getting a little better too because, you know, thank God I had my niece, Bailey, because, um, it was helpful to have a teenage girl around and know how they act and know what they want and that type of thing. So I kind of used my relationship with Bailey to try to make it work with her. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. So um, at 50, mm -hmm. your life was pretty crappy. It was. <laughs> I mean, we'll just say it like it is. It was. Hills and, and valleys. Hills and valleys. Go. But you, Look how you know, come. when mm -hmm. you turned 50, I know you were struggling. Mm-hmm. And dad passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to another woman who's 50 or over and struggling? How do you hold it together and hang in for like better times? Well, um, I, I think, like I, I said earlier, that you have to like do some self-discovery and figure out a little bit of what you want, what you like, who you are, um, and then take those interests and build on it. Um, I... I, my, my best friend, when I got divorced, I, I was bankrupt, divorced, nothing. She, we talked about traveling so many times and, um, she said, I'm going, you know, I'll, I'll let me pay for it. You could pay me back, but let's just go. And that put the travel bug into my head. And I just, you just find something you love to do and just go do it. I love music. Music distracts me. I love putting on headphones and blasting music. And or even in the car while I'm driving. I know you shouldn't be doing that. Mm. However, um, sometimes because you think too much in your head. And that was part of my problem. I was constantly criticizing myself. So if I made enough noise, hmm. I didn't do it anymore. Mm. And then here's a corny little story. But um, I loved um, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. And I made that my little theme that. song. I, I made it my that. little yeah. theme song. And when I would be down and feeling bad, I'm like, let me just put this song on and blast it. And it just made me feel good. I know it sounds silly. I don't think it sounds silly at all. But um, your music and then even just like I love to dance. Am I good? <laughs> Does it matter? Yeah. No, no, I love it. But I love to dance. So I, I really I still do it sometimes in the house with Eric. I'll put my AirPods in. But I used to blast music in my house and just dance around like old disco or 80s or whatever it was and just dance and you know and endorphins make you happy there you go and i would just try to do, add a little bit of whatever i got a dog um after i got divorced and filed bankruptcy i i needed something that was mine unfortunately it didn't work out too well but um it is what it is um, but I, I, I tried to do everything, get interested in anything. I, I took a class um, just to learn more about work. Um, I literally would try anything and everything I could to, um, to keep, you know, going just to, 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 I, you know, I was never a big TV person or movies and I would get, you know, my, my friends would say, you have to watch Netflix. You have to do this. You have to do that. And then. I realized that I was living, I had blinders on to a whole world out there. And I had to just start like taking them off and saying, oh, my God, I am missing out on so many things. I went ziplining. 
I, I, me, I'm the biggest wuss in the world. I did that. That was invigorating and exciting. Good for you. So I'm just, I always now try to do something out of my comfort zone as much as I can. Because I, I, I was afraid my whole life to do anything and I, and I felt lost. And sometimes you just got to jump. Yeah. Okay. That is the perfect place to end. Oh, yeah. Totally. Thank you. Yes. We are out of time, but that is perfect. Just jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. This podcast is about supporting women over 50. If you would like to be part of the conversation, you have something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to discuss, please reach out to us at strongbadassandover50 at gmail.com. Also reach out to us on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, also strongbadassand50. Oh, uh, strongbadass. <laughs> anyway. And over 50. <laughs> Whatever the name of this podcast is. Yes. Which we all are. Yes. <laughs> we sure are. And we are streaming on all the platforms. And we are sponsored by Donna J Wellness, integrative health coaching designed to take the misery and overwhelm out of your menopause journey. Sign up for a free consultation today at www.donnajwellness.com. And we We are are out from from the swamps of Jersey. Jersey.